1: Doomsday Talk Radio. Hi, hey, I'm your host Pastor Harry here on Block Talk. Satan'sRapture.com and Satan'sRapture.org are band sites. And with me, my original co-host, Danny. Hey, Danny.
2: How are you doing, Pastor Harry?
1: Oh uh, it's a bad hour, G day, but I'm 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 here. How are you doing?
2: Oh pretty good. It's a beautiful cold day in the summer. Yeah.
1: It is. And I'm hoping uh one day God heals these allergies then he they there. Very bad. But um uh healing was something that will always be a mystery to me, but something that isn't a mystery is this Trinity. Because you know, they used to say you try to question the Trinity. How is God a Father, a Son, a Spirit in one? Isn't that three gods? And it, it would be, and they go round and round the circle.
2: Well, My the answer,
1: answer is the Trinity is false. It's fake, and it's a lie, and it's based on the pagan Hindu Trinity. The truth is who Jesus said he is. He is the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. The Christ, the Son of the living God of Israel. And as I wrote in my 2010 band book, Jesus, Son of God, Clone of God, God created Jesus from himself. He, Jesus isn't a clone of the Father because then you'd have two fathers. There's no need for two fathers. Uh-huh. God cloned a son from himself. And that's who Jesus is. He cloned the son from himself to be the savior of the world and one day to rule the world during the millennium for a thousand years. So Jesus has a birthday. He was born at a certain point, quote, in time. We read in the book of Revelation by Jesus' his own words, then he said in Revelation chapter three, he said, I am the firstborn of creation or the first of God's creation. The true witness of God. Now, mm-hmm. he either meant he he was born before God created the universe, or he was born before God created the earth in our solar system, or he was created, and or he traveled here through time, and then he appeared here and God announced his birth. But either case, before the earth was created, God begot a son. Begot means brought into existence. Now, when right. we get the John three sixteen, for God so loved the world, He gave. Now, this is Jesus' own words, Danny. This isn't. This is His words. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. Did whoever believes in Him, trusts in Him, follows Him, will not perish but have eternal life and I've heard that preached by every fake false preacher on TV for the last 40 years and then in the next breath they'll flip it and turn it around but Jesus is also God God the son one third of a no no he isn't he is and will always be the Christ the son of a living God and Uh God also created another being he created the Holy Spirit his spirit and he sent his spirit to the earth and we see in genesis and the earth was filled with darkness and the spirit of god moved over the across the darkness and then god said let there be light and there was light but later it talks about the sun the moon and the stars so is it an afterthought or when god said let there be light is that when he created Jesus? That's because, what I thought. Yeah, because it says in the next few verses that Jesus is the light of the world. The, the light that enlightens man. So I think that's when Jesus was born as well. Or into, But anyway, Jesus is not God. He's not one-third of a pagan trinity. He's the Christ, the son of a living God. Now, when we accept that truth and accept him as our Savior, we are born from above and we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit who will give us peace, who will set us free from the fear of death and darkness and put us on the path to heaven. And Uh if we follow Jesus and keep his word with perseverance, as he said to the Church of Philadelphia, and overcome this world and the devil... We earn our crown of life and go to heaven. You don't earn your crown of life, no heaven. And so, that is uh, the basic gospel in a nutshell. So, that that's what separates our show from every other radio broadcast, every other sermon, podcast, any cast on planet Earth, because this is the only the only broadcast of any kind i know on planet earth and i've known since 2008 it is preaching the truth of the gospel and jesus words and and that's what separates our show from all others the sheep from the goats the wheat from the tares and one day soon god is going to rapture his faithful church of Philadelphia who has earned their crown of life, into heaven in the first of two rapture events. And then the Antichrist will come and set up his new world order, and he will lead a global initiation ceremony to the devil, followed by a 1,260-day holocaust, the worst persecution against anyone that repents and becomes a Christian, or repents in the history of mankind. And then, ju- and then the second rapture slash resurrection happens, and then judgment is poured out on this world, leading to the Battle of Armageddon when Jesus returns and sets up the millennium for a 1,000 years. So right now, we're at the place in history. We're deep in the end times, okay? We're deep in the end times. Um, God has a faithful, scattered, obscure remnant around the world of people that are following him as the true son of God in spirit and truth, and they're earning their crown of life, or they've already earned it. And Jesus said, hold on to your crown that no man take it, and they're going to be taken to heaven in the first of two raptures. The only question, as I always say, that remains is this. Is God going to raise up one real physical Church of Philadelphia in this world one little church in this whole planet that is following the truth that is and spirit and truth that is proclaiming Jesus is the Christ the son of a living God and that the Trinity is false and a lie did all these false salvation views connected to the Trinity salvation by faith in trinity salvation by a priest waving a magic wand over your head in the name of trinity whatever lie they want to teach will get you to heaven so we're preaching against we're speaking against these lies and this church would have the power of god so the question is will god is god going to raise up one true physical church of philadelphia as a light to this world as a warning to this world And explaining who is going to soon be taken in the first of two raptures. And I believe yes, yes, and yes. Because God has a small band of a remnant. You know, with me. We're a small band of heretics, blasphemers, and of the devil, according to the churches. Because we We don't believe in their lies. God has a small group willing to build this church. We're ready and we're willing. We just have to be able. And able will be when we win a mega lottery or two, according to the Bible code. So, yes, I believe this physical church will be raised up to the world, Denny, as a light, a warning. And to unify the whole faithful remnant scattered, wherever they are around the world, they can point to others and say, see this broadcast, see this church of Philadelphia, this is what I'm part of. And if you don't get on board real quick and follow Jesus for real, you're going to go into the tribulation.
2: Great.
1: And if I believe from the day those doors open till the day of the first rapture will probably be three and a half years. That, that makes sense. Make
2: how, a whole 1,260 days.
1: Right, Because that's how long the tribulation will last for those that repent and this great persecution. And if a person dedicates their life today to following Jesus as the son of a living God of Israel in spirit and truth, and they keep his word with perseverance, they are going to face persecution, hardship and everything else the devil can throw in their face. And if they overcome it with God's help and power, they were in their crown of life in three and a half years.
2: Didn't Jesus have a testimony for three and a half years, too?
1: Yes, he did. Jesus had a ministry of three and a half years. I believe the Church of Philadelphia, we will have this ministry for three and a half years. The tribulation will come for the first three and a half years. The church will be... Um, Those that repent will be brutally persecuted beyond anything anyone ever can imagine, beyond any horror movie you could ever watch. And then on that day, 1,260, did the world will be counting down, did the world will be mocking, did the world will be ridiculing, the trumpet will sound, the dead in Christ will rise first, and those who are alive and remain, the few Say he's killed 95% of the Christians in the world, the Antichrist. Well, the 5% left that haven't been killed yet, they'll be raptured to be with the dead in Christ and meet the Lord in the air and forever be with them. And then the mystery of God is finished, the mystery of the church, of the the prophecy of a church of Philadelphia and two raptures will be completed. And then judgment begins to be poured out upon this wicked world it will follow the antichrist believing they can become a god and help to slaughter christians and that is what is coming upon this world very soon and i believe god because he's he's merciful he's going to give everyone two chances a last chance to make the to make the first rapture and if you still don't make it he's going to give everyone a final chance in the tribulation right Yeah, but the wise today would say, hey, the wise today are listening to the Holy Spirit. The wise today are saying, I'm following Jesus in spirit and truth as the son of a living God. And I'm not following these lies that he's fallen, twisted, dead churches or these other religions. They're on the straight and narrow path to heaven. The foolish Uh are playing some kind of game today with God. Maybe they're playing games with smoking and marijuana. They don't want to give it up. So they keep telling themselves, it's all good. It's all okay. It's all good. God understands. No big deal. It's just a little dope, a little pot. And they're smoking pot. They're getting wasted. They're watching other evil, wicked things on TV and movies. They're laughing and partying with other people on pot. Well, they're not going to be worthy of the first of two raptures. You know, right. Jesus war- he gave us a warning, Danny, when he talked about the end times. He said be alert that your hearts are not overcome with drunkenness partying and the cares of life that this day will come upon you unaware for as a snare it shall come upon all those to live upon the face of the earth but pray always that you are accounted worthy to escape all of the things that shall come to pass and stand before him in heaven and drunkenness Somebody can say, "Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not drinking alcohol. No, you're wasted on pot. <laughs> They're not drinking alcohol. They're wasted on oxycarbon. They're yeah. not drinking you can alcohol. Quit They're wasted yeah. any kind
2: of drug. It just takes the help. It takes right. God's help."
1: Right. But the point is, He might as well have said, um, "Instead of drunkenness in the world today, and the drunken, and the intoxicated." And those yeah. that are on drugs and and the partying and because that's what it what it means too. When you when you do drugs, when you're on drugs, when you're on when you're drinking alcohol, you you can't follow God. It's impossible to follow the Holy Spirit that's when you're That's true. It blocks out
2: it blocks out the devil and the Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah, you can't. Yeah, how can you be led of the Holy Spirit when you can't hear him? You can't. And that's why.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. But um.
2: You can't hear none of the voices. It's all no. grounded.
1: Right, and that's you're not That's not being what, you're not going to make heaven like that. Yeah, exactly. No. no. So we're going to take a quick break, and we're right back here on Doomsday Talk Radio. And who knows, maybe by a miracle of God, somebody's going to dial well, a miracle with their free will, 347-426-3416, and give us a call, and we'll be right back. Christianity is today, for the pathetic joke did they turn Christianity into. And welcome back to Doomsday Talk Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Harry, here in Blog Talk. I'm here with my original co-host, Danny, and we're talking about the end times. Hey, Danny.
2: Still with you, Pastor Harry.
1: Yep. Speaking about the end times,
2: uh,
1: the other day, Putin and Xi, a leader of China, had a face-to-face meeting, and they announced today that Russia and China together are going to form an alliance and create, quote, the New World Order. So they want to create a New World Order in opposition of a New World Order that the United States and Europe want to create under the the banner of the uh, Antichrist. And and Switzerland. The Illuminati and Switzerland, right. So they are actively fighting against they're going to, and I'm, we predicted this a year ago, two years ago, there's going to be an alliance emerge. Russia, China, Iran, North Korea, Venezuela, and Syria, and Hezbollah and Lebanon. And they're going to uh-huh. form an alliance to counter USA and NATO. And that alliance is going to grow stronger and, uh, just like right now, China is building shipping Russia drones as they're running out of drones to fight uh this war in the Ukraine to take the Ukraine while the US is supplying drones to uh Ukraine. It's a war by proxy. Right. That's what's happening right now. And we see Charles has now become the king of England. He's in charge of really the Bank of England. Uh Charles is uh he is part of the illuminati he's a major player in bringing about this new world order this world socialist government led by the antichrist and i'll go a step further i believe he's one of those 10 horns of the beast in the book of daniel but the antichrist comes and he tears three of the horns out he's the little horn that grows up the unicorn uh-huh. And he tears out three of these horns and replaces them. Because I believe they didn't do what they were supposed to do. Because the devil requires them to sacrifice their firstborn to him. And I don't think, maybe Charles didn't do that, Danny.
2: Yeah, I agree with you.
1: Maybe he didn't want to go that far. And maybe he did. There'd be no William.
2: Know.
1: And William, we don't know if William did or not. But someone I know did some research, and, and she told me that before uh, Will, William was born—no, uh, before before William's firstborn was born—Kate Middleton, his wife, had a miscarriage. A lot of these Hollywood women that are these satanic rock rockers, rappers, Kim Kardashian—they all talk about a miscarriage. But maybe maybe they're saying it was a miscarriage to show their Illuminati friends around the world that they did it too. You know what I mean? They sacrificed their firstborn, but the devil requires a sacrifice to show your loyalty to him. God on the other... Now, God's the opposite. He sent his only begotten son to die the worst death possible for the sins of the world. God wants us to accept his sacrifice of Jesus and follow him as our Lord, not Make a sacrifice to the devil as our firstborn. You see the difference.
2: Honestly, I don't. I know I'm not playing down what happened. Jesus is being you know, wrong or anything, but I think God did the most suffering because it's, it's harder for someone to watch their own child die than it is to uh, die yourself.
1: Well, Fanny, I take your word for it because I never had a, I never had a child.
2: Yeah. Uh, I imagine God was suffering the whole time watching his child go to the cross.
1: Well, I think more than watching, they were of the same spirit. So I think every blow they whipped tore Jesus' skin apart with that cat of nine tails. It was a whip with steel and glass at the end. I believe every lash they gave him, 40 lashes, God felt, his father felt, when they hammered the crown of thorns into his skull. God felt that when they when ripped they ripped his beard out, tore his beard out of his face, and a chunk of his face came out with it. God felt that he felt he felt the nails go through him. He felt every bit of suffering of his son. See, if you were if you were a father and you saw that done to your son, it would horrify you, but you wouldn't be actually feeling the pain. Right. I believe God felt the pain. That's why sin is so horrible. People make a light of sin today. They make a joke of sin. Sin is rebellion against God. Period, in your heart. God says, don't do it, and a person does it. The Ten Commandments are ten do-nots. Now, somebody could say, they never broke one of the Ten Commandments. Well, guess what? Maybe they never broke one of the Ten Commandments hourly, but everyone has broken one of those commandments in their heart.
2: I think I pretty much broke them all in my heart at one point in my life.
1: Well, there you go. I've broken those commandments in my heart, and probably one or two hourly. Yeah. um, Yeah. But, yeah, no one's without sin. But here's the thing, Danny. No one. Here, you are. No one. And okay, a guy, a person may never have committed adultery, but they've looked at a woman with lust. They fantasized yeah, about some neighbor's wife. I remember one time years ago, where I used to live when I first became a Christian. I was standing outside with a couple of these guy, neighborhood guys, you know. And this this couple moved in next door to me across the street, right? Uh-huh. A guy had a wife and two kids, and his wife was very attractive. You know, she was. They liked her, and then they started making jokes about her, like having sex. If her one said to a filthy joke about what's a slice or two off the loaf of bread. Right. You get, yeah, filthy jokes, yeah. and I said, you know what I said? A young Christian, I said, hey, I said, you know that's wrong. That that's adultery. That's that's committing. You're, you're talking about adultery, and they just made fun of me. They thought it was a big. They thought thought it was a big joke. They said, "What's yeah. the difference?" That's what the guy said. What's the difference? Just another slice off a loaf. God. What's, they said, "Ah, oh, you're you're taking this religion." This. this y-. They knew I just became a Christian. They said, "Ah, oh, you you just came to this." You said, "Don't worry, you'll you it'll wear off." One guy said, "Ah, oh, you won't." Yeah. But the people, the world makes a mockery of sin a joke of sin Still a big deal to god it's a big deal because he said you can't earn forgiveness my son had to dive to take away your sin uh, and the old testament we're coming up to rosh hashanah the hebrew new year very soon and then 10 days later is yom kippur the day of atonement and every day in ancient israel for as long as they had a temple and the second temple. Every uh-huh. year on the, on Yom Kippur, the day of atonement, or atonement, they would sacrifice a lamb. And it had to be, not not any lamb, Denny. It had to be a lamb without spot or blemish. It couldn't be a lamb that had one physical black spot on it, and it couldn't be right. a lamb that was born with any genetic defect. You know, somebody could... Uh, take a lamb that was born crippled and sacrificed it uh-uh it had to be a perfect lamb and those that repented the blood of that lamb would cover their sins for one year to the next day of atonement till one day the messiah would come and die for the sins of the world so your sins could be forgiven forever and you could receive the gift of the holy spirit and the one proto there was one prototype christian in the old testament you know who that was? Who? King David. David was the first prototype Christian. David actually said, the Lord God said to my Lord Jesus, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Wow. David followed Jesus as his savior. David had the Holy Spirit, because when David sinned, David committed adultery, and then murder, he sent the woman's husband to the front lines to get killed, and he did. And for two years, David wouldn't repent of his sin. And finally, from the, he talked, the prophet Nathan came to him, and he told him about a story about a man in the kingdom, in his kingdom, did had... Um, One little lamb And He had one little lamb And somebody came That had 99 lambs And stole his lamb from him
2: mm-hmm.
1: So the guy with 99 I think we were talking
2: about that I think we were talking they, about that today
1: Yeah but the guy that had 99 lambs Came and stole the one lamb The person only had one little lamb And David mm-hmm. went into a rage And he said bring that thief to me Bring that man to me He wanted to execute him. And Nathan looked at him, the prophet, and said, you are that man. Meaning he took that one guy's wife from him and then had him killed. And that's when David fell on his face and repented. And he wrote Psalm 51. And it talks about his sin. And he's asking God to forgive him. And he said, restore the joy of my salvation, the Holy Spirit. He was the first person that actually... Who had the Holy Spirit within and followed Jesus as Lord? He was the first prototype Christian.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: Yes, he was.
2: And that 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 Psalm or proverb, it where he said, "Cast out the Holy Spirit from me, return to me that free spirit." Uh, he's saying that once saved, always saved is total garbage because you can lose the Holy Spirit.
1: Right. Eternal salvation is a total lie. And later on, in the, Jesus said it was, and in the book of Revelation, Jesus said it twice. He said to the church of Sardis was fell asleep, they stopped following God. He said, repent, or I will erase your name from the book of life. That don't sound like guaranteed heaven by believing in the lie of eternity, does it?
2: Nope.
1: No, it don't. So to think about it. So we're going to take a quick break here. And we'll be right back here on Doomsday Talk Radio. sites and i'm talking to my original co-host danny hey danny still with you pastor yeah see that's a song by van halen making a mockery of god and of sin
0: yeah
1: and and he's saying he, he's running he's, but he's he's telling the truth in that song he he's running with the devil that made a the cool. pack with the devil he doesn't have to beg or borrow he's got a lot yep. of money but he's also saying he has no love he does not have the love of God. He does not have the Holy Spirit. And he has no way to overcome his fears. Right. He can tell himself any lie he wants in his head, but in his heart, no. Hey, but there it is, right there. The world makes a mockery of sin. They make a joke of sin. But God isn't laughing when it comes to sin. And everyone has sinned in their heart, just like, remember we talked earlier about committing, wanting to have sex with your neighbor's wife in your heart, fantasizing about it. That's committing adultery in your heart. Yeah, it is. Um, You could think about, you could hate someone and think about killing them. You may never do it, but you're committing murder in your heart. Um, You could covet your neighbor's goods, want what they have. You may never go to steal it, but you're coveting it.
2: Yeah, you're stealing in your heart
1: right you may you may not hourly curse your parents but in your heart you're not honoring them you're cursing and hating them so there is what does no it mean hu-
2: when it says honor your parents
1: well i'm just saying Danny, but there's no human being on earth that has kept the commandments in yeah. action or in their heart no one except jesus came and never never sinned against his father in action or in his heart now, what what was that question again Danny? what, what
2: You were talking about the Ten Commandments. I was saying, uh, what does it mean when it says to honor your parents? Because honor your parents is not the same as obey your parents, is
1: it? Well, okay. What does it mean? You honor your father and mother means you honor the fact that if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't be in the world. You wouldn't have a life. And you honor them in the sense that you respect them and don't, curse at them and call them names and make fun of them and you obey them in the lord obey them in the lord meaning your mother tells you clean up your room i don't want you leaving your clothes laying around You say to a 10 year old 12 i don't want don't leave your clothes laying around put your dirty clothes in the hamper so to obey your parents in the lord Jesus would say, "Put your dirty clothes in the hamper." So you put your dirty clothes in, your ha- in the hamper. Yeah. Little kids teasing his little sister. Your dad's, your father says, "Don't tease your little sister. It's wrong. She's crying. Look what you did to her." And, G, God would say the same thing. So you you do what your father said, and you stop teasing your sister, and you do and you put your clothes in the hamper like your mother said, but. If one day you're a girl 16 years old and her father says to her, hey, we need money. We're making a porn movie and you're going to be the star. Well, she can't say, I have to do what my father said. No, obey your father and the Lord. She'd have to say, yeah. dad, that's wrong. And I can't do that. It's against God. I will not make the movie. See, that's where you'd have to draw the line. Yeah. Your parents say you're 16. You want a driver's license. They say, "Look, you're not responsible enough to drive at 16." Well, it may be 17. You say, "Okay," and they could tell you why. You don't you don't fight with them and argue with them. You do what they say in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Because you ask them, "Why aren't I responsible?" They'll tell you why, and you'll you'll see why. You know, but that's what it means. You honor your parents. You have respect for your parents but you respect your parents, but you don't part. you don't do anything you do what they say that God would tell you to do and you don't do what God would not tell you to do.
2: Yeah, makes sense.
1: Right. Like um a girl a guy's born and he's born to Muslim parents. And when he reaches fifteen years old something happens and he once he becomes a a true Christian, he believes Jesus is the son of a living God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and he tells his parents. His parents say, we don't want you following that. Well, he has to say, well, but it's I have to. It's what's the truth. See, and that would be another example. Yep. Honor, your, honor your father and your mother. They brought you into the world. God used them as the vehicle to bring you into this world. And you listen to them in the Lord. My parents that,
2: would have said that we brought you into this world and we could take you out. Jokingly.
1: Well, that's not <laughs> so. I just say, Well, don't do that, okay. I, I like it here. Or whatever you say, but but um but that's what it really means, you know, so you can't do it if they want you to do something wrong. But with most of the times most parents tell their kids to do things that are what God would, and the, you should say yes. You listen to your parents and the Lord. That's what it means. I agree.
2: Yes. Makes sense.
1: Yes. Pastor Harry, yes. that uh, yes.
2: Bible code you found last week, you and your friend were looking for, Right. Uh, I looked it up on the Internet to see what that German... What that German uh, uh, p- a politician had said, right? Legislator, and I, I read about it for a little bit, and <clears throat> it says that uh, the internet says four, three times since 2001, the internet, the, the the stock market has crashed on the 28th of Elul, and I thought that was interesting.
1: Right, it has. In 2001, it took a brutal hit. In 2008, under Obama, it took one of the worst hits we've ever had. Remember that great recession we yep. were plunged into, and again in 2015. Now, if the Bible code, there was that German legislator, and he said, I think it was a few months ago, he was talking about September 24, 2022, which is only uh, what's it eight days away nine days away something like that Danny. and uh how many days away is it okay the 24th is um 28th uh, elo is on the 24th of
2: september yeah,
1: right right anyway right so it's not it's only uh less than two weeks away it's not this saturday it's next saturday and this german legislator said i think a month ago a few months ago he said on September 24th will be an event that you will never the world will never forget and everyone in the world will remember where they were on that day and the only time there was only two times I've ever heard a person say that before it was when John at JFK was killed and when 9/11 hit and if you were too young for JFK listen to the show well you may remember on 9/ 11, where were you when the two planes crashed into the uh, World Trade Center? So oh. then I heard my friend show him, she showed me of uh, Cardi B. She's a rock star. she's satanic. she's part of the Illuminati. She was warning people a few months ago to put your money where it's safe, get your money where it's safe. Um, other people are talking about a stock market crash and all i went I went to the bible code, and the twenty eighth of elu is in the bible code that date september twenty fourth and it said um u s a and it said nuclear blast holocaust and then I was thinking some a month ago out of nowhere, the mayor of New York City issued a nuclear warning for new york city what to do in case of a nuclear blast and he was telling people go immediately into your homes shut the doors and windows and seal them the best you can and wait for following for future instructions why did he give this warning of a nuclear blast in new york city it's never been explained and why only new york city right why and why... Because
2: that's what the plan was.
1: Right. Why yesterday, or my, yesterday, was it yesterday or Tuesday? The stock market... I'm not sure. But well, the stock market immediately, people pulled out 1,300 points, one trillion three billion dollars out of the stock market for no reason. And they did it two weeks ago. And it may happen again before September 24th. So you've got to say to yourself, is this a plan of the Illuminati? is somebody going to detonate a small nuclear device in Manhattan and vaporize the stock market, the stock exchange. And that would cause a world economic crisis as never before. It would take six months to establish a new uh, United States stock exchange, say in Chicago, It would, and it would be the opportunity – It would stop the election Did the Democrats could lose the Congress or the Senate, House or the Senate, and it would pave the way for the implementation of digital money, which they want to do right now in the Western world. Yeah. And now Charles is the king of England, a little follower of Satan by his own words, by his own royal crest. Well, he would be in charge of the Bank of England. So this could happen. Now, I learned... Michael Drosden discovered, and the first person that wrote about the Bible code with Elijah Ripps, he wrote a book, The Bible Code, and he found a code that said five futures, five paths. That is in the code. I checked it out myself. And I believe it means one in five Bible codes of the future happen. So there's a 20% chance this is going to happen. But you add these other things, it looks like it's something in the works.
2: Right.
1: And it's going to happen on a Saturday. And that means a lot of the Wall Street executives and hedge fund run managers that are part of the Illuminati, they won't be in New York City Saturdays. Most of them live in New Jersey. They'll be far away in their mansions. So that's, that could be why it's a Saturday.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I and, they, they did that nuclear drill in New York uh they told people, you know, shut themselves off in their houses and stuff, but that ain't going to protect you from a nuclear weapon.
1: No, but but why even issue a warning? That's true. Now, the people close enough to the blast, they're vaporized. But people further away, yeah, they could do that. They're, right. It's just emergency broadcast, a nuclear weapon was just detonated in New York City. If you're hearing this broadcast, go immediately into your home. Shut your doors and windows, seal them the best you can with with plastic or foil and tape, and wait for further instructions. See? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then the fallout. And this could happen. And if it does, there's going to be the worst crisis for six months that the Western world has ever seen. Everyone's money in the stock market will be frozen. All 401Ks will be frozen. Um, they'll probably have to ration money at the banks at $100 at, uh, each time at the ATM. And for six months, the Western world will be plunged into chaos. Is that yep. what Putin and Xi talked about in their meeting two days ago when they're talking about a new creating a new world order?
2: Makes sense to me.
1: You know, Russia could have provided a terrorist. Remember the two terrorists that uh, blew up? Pipe bombs at the Boston at the Boston Marathon. They were from Russia. Yeah, that,
2: that was they were used pressure cookers.
1: Right, but they were from Russia. But right. what what if Putin gave a nuclear? What if there's a nuclear bomb? They used to have the rumors of these suitcase bombs. Well, what if a terrorist does have some type of a nuclear bomb, in or two of them or three of them? And what if they go into Wall Street stock exchange on that day? Or there's guards there. They could easily shoot the guards, break through the glass, Uh go in there, and just detonate it. And boom, no more stock market. The worst crisis the Western world has ever seen for six months. Right. So it's one in five chances could happen. And I would say my advice to anyone listening is... If you have a 401k, cash it out now. Cash it out tomorrow morning. Um, yeah, if you have,
2: I heard I'm I, I, I Danny,
1: to... I'm just saying whatever. If you have a thousand dollars in your bank account, take out nine hundred because if you have cash, you can go in and buy stuff. Uh-huh. If you can only get $100 at a hundred dollars out at a time. You're in big trouble. That's oh. true. But you can't eat uh, a credit card.
2: I listened to that uh, the, that uh, German legislator's speech, and they said that he meant to say February 24th whether the world would remember where they were at because that's when they went to war with the Ukraine or Russia went to war with Ukraine.
1: But how would he know that? And uh, that's a day that everyone would remember and that's a day that you will always remember where you were? I don't remember yeah, exactly. the day they went to the Ukraine. Do you remember that?
2: Uh uh-uh.
1: if, if somebody asked me if somebody asked me, do you know of a date when Russia went to Ukraine? I'd say, I don't know. It was sometime a uh, hundred some days ago. I don't I don't know. But if somebody asked me Do you know when nine yeah, eleven happened? Yes, September eleventh, two thousand one. Yeah, exactly. well, where were you? Where were you, Danny, when Russia invaded the Ukraine?
2: Had no clue.
1: Where were you when nine eleven happened?
2: I was here in my house.
1: There you go. And where will you be on September twenty fourth when a nuclear device vaporizes the stock market in the heart of New York City?
2: September twenty fourth. Yeah. I'll probably, hopefully, I'll be here safe.
1: Right. But you see what they're doing. They're, he's just, they're just trying to backpedal it. They're trying to, to downplay what he said. But I believe he, he said that to warn the Illuminati, those that follow the devil in this world and his plan, get your money out of a stock market. And then the Vatican last month, someone showed me, they ordered all the money around the world from banks, all shifted a Vatican Bank by September 30th. What's up with that?
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Why would they do that? Yeah, even, you,
2: my, even my dad was telling me about that.
1: Because the Vatican's part of your Illuminati plan.
2: Yeah. They
1: follow Lucifer, the devil. You know, the Vatican has a They have their own gigantic observatory and telescope of the stars. And guess, yeah, no what, they name, do. Yeah, guess what they name their telescope?
2: What? Lucifer. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really? I,
2: I speaking of Lucifer. I saw a sign. I was looking on Amazon at signs, and I saw somebody said smoke catnip. They had a picture of a cat. It said smoke catnip and worship Lucifer.
1: Oh, and oh, that's who it. That shows how wicked the world is. Look what somebody yeah, it says. Is. Well, that's somebody who looks at Jesus' death on the cross as a joke, don't they?
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. They believe it's a joke.
1: Yeah, the world makes a mockery of sin. God, God doesn't think sin's funny.
2: Yeah, and I saw, then he... I saw uh, Santa Claus sitting over the baby Jesus recently. On, I was just looking at different signs. They had Santa Claus over the baby Jesus. They had another, another one where, where where Jesus was standing behind Donald Trump, massaging him while he was running the uh, running the presidency.
1: Another joke. A man that said he don't believe in repentance. Yep. Jesus, this this world is getting so wicked and evil, Denny, it's beyond words. And um, at the height of wickedness, God called Noah and his wife to build the ark. And at the height of the wickedness of this world, which is now, I believe we're going to win this lottery, and God's going to call us to rebuild, to build the Church of Philadelphia, to restore one physical representation of Jesus' true church. And... Um, you know, I don't know how much time we have, eight minutes left, but I've been reading through the book of Daniel. God just, I don't uh-huh. know, led me to read Daniel. And you know when Daniel, Daniel was a captive to the, and the Israelites to the Babylonians. God sent a host of prophets to warn them, turn from your idol worshippers, well, idol worship and your sins. And the sacrifice of your children. Where they will be great judgment will come and they will be dragged away to a foreign land. And they wouldn't repent. They, they laughed at the prophets. And then sure enough, the king of Babylon came, invaded Israel, destroyed the temple, slaughtered 100,000 Israeli soldiers, and took as many women and children captive as they could back to Babylon. And Daniel was born one of these, um, one of these in captivity of Israel. And God gave Uh-oh. him a prophecy, and here was the prophecy. He said, Seven weeks are determined for your people, for them to be released, go back to Israel and rebuild the temple. A week meant a year. And sure enough, within forty nine years. King Cyrus allowed the Jews to return to Israel and gave a decree that they were allowed to build their temple. Oh. And exactly 49 years later, the temple was rebuilt. And there's a the second part of the prophecy. And then God told Daniel, sixty-two, sixty 60 weeks and um, two, 62 weeks or 434 years the Messiah will enter Jerusalem and die for the the sins of the world. And sure enough, 434 years later, at the age of 33, Jesus entered Jerusalem and was slaughtered and crucified on the cross. Look at that for accuracy. Wow. So if you count back 33 years, 30 years, 28 years, whatever, when Israel had an idea of when the Messiah would be born and they knew the year when he'd be killed in Jerusalem. Right. And sure but there's one week left for Israel. There was 70 weeks for your people. There's one week of 7 years reserved for soon for the end times for the great tribulation. And that's how accurate God was in 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 talking about the rebuilding of the second temple. And the coming of the Messiah to die for the sins of the world. That's how accurate. And no one can argue with this. It's it's historical fact. Right. And what I believe is that I believe around the year 2030, around that time, the first rapture will happen and the Antichrist will come and the apocalypse will be underway, probably by Tishri, which will be September to October. And the re- one reason I believe that is the world's not going to go on more than seven years, Danny, especially yeah. with the economies collapsing, with weather out of control, with polar shift happening, with Russia and China forming this new alliance. No. Seven years is a very accurate prediction. Yeah,
2: that's and really not that long a time period either.
1: No, but it's enough time for us to win a mega lottery, And rebuild the Church of Philadelphia, Jesus, one true church, which I believe will be in Israel. So there's still time for that. But you know what I believe about, too? The tribulation lasts seven years. If it happens in 20, starts in 2030, look how easy it'll be for people to see a calendar and count the seven years. Yep. Look how easy it'll be for those that repent to see they have 1,260 days, three and a half years, in the 20... 33 and a half and Israel's calendar will read 5790 5791 up to 57 uh, 5787 when the end of the tribulation when Jesus would return at 5788, new beginning so it would be so easy for the world to follow the calendar and what's happening, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. And that's what I believe. So we probably may... Not saying it's true, but we may well have seven years from two weeks from now to uh, to win this lottery, build the Church of Philadelphia, and give the final warning to the world. That's pro- and and you know people right away could shout at me, no man knows the day or hour. That's true. Only the Father does. I'm not saying the day and hour. I'm not saying the year. I'm saying a window of time. That's probably right. true then. Just like he told Israel. 70 well, weeks. he
2: never said you couldn't know the year. No one, ever, no. no one ever said that.
1: And he never said the period of time. So somewhere, no. I believe, around 2030, early 2030, where late 2029, the first rapture will happen, and the Antichrist will come as the world Messiah, as the Savior of all religions, faiths, and creeds. It'll take them six months to initiate the whole world in this satanic initiation, invoking the devil into their very soul and receive the mark of the beast, a digital scannable tattoo, and help the Antichrist wipe Christianity off the face of the earth for 1,260 days. Two-minute warning, Danny. But anyway, that's what I believe, and it looks like all world events, everything we're seeing – as the economy slowly slides, and it's getting worse and worse and worse. The weather's getting worse and worse and worse. They're predicting global famines will begin in about two years. Everything that's happening, Russia and China forming an alliance, I would say twenty around 2030 is a very good guess. And that gives people time right now. It gives people time right now to say, Hey, twenty thirty, twenty twenty seven, next year it don't matter. It's time to get real with God, end all the religious games, and love the Lord your God with all with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbors yourself. It's time to really get real with God because the time is running out and you do not want to be here when the devil's son is the king of the world. Nope. You do not want to be here when Satan's son, the Antichrist, the Beast, controls all of the armies, militaries, and police departments of the world, and 92% of the populations. You, you, you don't want to be here. And if that is the hardest way to make heaven possible, Danny, is to resist the Antichrist. And uh, as he said, be faith. God said, be faithful in the death be faithful for 10 times of testing and you were faithful unto death and you will receive the crown of life that's the hardest way to get to heaven possible then yep i think it's easier to follow jesus today as the christ the son of a living god and spirit and truth that's true yep so if someone's listening today and you've been playing some kind of game game over get real with god before it's too late And, you know, we have 20 seconds left. That way, joining the Church of Philadelphia would be joining others that have earned their crown, not waiting around to see what happens. (laughs) Exactly. Waiting till you see what happens, you're going to meet the Antichrist on your big screen TV. You know, with that said, thanks for listening, God bless, and good night.